warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there, spooksters, and welcome to the last episode here in February of 2023. It is our infamous listeners episode. And today, as always, I'm being joined by my favorite ghoul friend, Tara. Hey, spooksters, and you just freaked me out because the way you said that, I was like, what is this woman saying right now? This is not the last episode. (laughs) It is the last episode. No, it sounded like you were about to say for like ever, not just the month. Oh, no, for February. (laughs) Everyone, everyone, please immediately chill. No, we're not going anywhere. Good time. <laughs> Anyways, yay, listeners. <laughs> this is not Jessica quitting the podcast. This is just Jessica <laughs> introing really weird and giving Tara a heart attack. It's fine. Well, it is the last episode of February of 2023, mm-hmm. and it is our listeners episode. So we will be reading your stories. But before we do, you know, we got to tell you the stuff. So if you want to hang out with us on social media, you can do so by heading over to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our handle is at three spooked girls. And if you want to hang out with other spooksters in a a community, you can do so by going to our Facebook group, which is Three Spooked Girls Official. We just we're kind of in the process of wrapping up. Everyone's kind of who participated are getting their their gifts and posting from our My Bloody Valentine exchange. So if you participated and you haven't yet and you got your things, please go post a photo of what you got on the thread. And, you know, and interact with the rest of us and see what it's, it's been great to see what everyone's been getting and, and whatnot. And now I have a new book to read. It's in the series of that I like. Mm. So it makes me exciting. Mm. Or it's exciting for me, I should say. Mm-hmm. Makes me exciting. That's not good. <laughs> That's not English. <laughs> so if you want to hang out with other other like minded spooksters, definitely join the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to catch our next one, which will probably be in October, just being real. Yeah. If you are on the TikTok, you can head over to Tara's channel. It's spooky underscore sleuth. She uploads a lot of fun and great content. Mm-hmm. She does true crime cases. She does funny videos. She just kind of does it all. And it's, I really enjoy her TikTok. So if you love Thanks. TikTok, definitely follow her there. I have a TikTok, but we're not going to talk about it. It's been like a year since I posted anything, so <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> so, yeah. If you want to help support the show, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com backslash three spooked girls. And for little as a dollar, you get a bonus episode each month, $5 and up, start getting more of our content, like video content, 
earlier tonight, Tara and I recorded a little something extra for the for the five and up tier. Mm-hmm. So definitely, if you want to check that out, you should. And there's some other fun things in there as well. But there is some exclusive patron content there. Mm-hmm. Also, in the Facebook group, I forgot to mention, Tara and I have created our playlist of the mm-hmm. uh, what we're currently listening to. So our first playlist, which is called Three Spook Girls Current Playlist, number one, is out. I might change the name later when I think of something more creative, but <laughs> that's what came to mind when I was making this. So if you want to hear what we are listening to right now, definitely do that. It's an mm-hmm. eclectic mix. My coworker described it as, wow, some of that music is really sad. (laughs) (laughs) So definitely check it out. Some really great music is over there. Well, we're going to dive right in and start reading some stories. So I'm going to hand it over to Tara, who's going to tell us our first story. Okay. So our first story of the evening comes from Joey. So Joey writes, hey, ghoul friends, I've been listening since this past summer after watching Tara's TikTok. Before too long, I was obsessed. I've been trying to catch up and listen to all of your old content, but there's just so much. Yeah, there is. And there's even more on Patreon too, because we got, we totally forgot about like the OG episodes. So we definitely (laughs) probably have like close to 500 fucking episodes. (laughs) It's true. It's true. We like definitely gutted. We like these ones more. We've been we've been doing this for a minute. Anyways, <laughs> all this is to say I've been I've been wanting to send in an encounter for a little while now, and I just wasn't sure where to start. I know you guys love when these things are true crime related, so I'll start with one of those. This is gonna be a longer one, so buckle up. Oh my gosh, yes, I love that. No apologize and just said buckle up because you guys know we love that. We love the details. Oh. So I'm related to America's first prolific serial killer, the Devil in White City, a.k.a. H.H. Holmes. I found out about this a couple years ago. Right? That's exciting. I know. But creepy. Right? Crazy. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I would tell everyone I met, and to be honest, most people don't really believe me, but I have the direct line of descendants from him to me nailed down to a T. He's my fourth cousin, five times removed. Okay. At least it's that. That At least it's like, it's ambiguously like connected. It's not like you're like, he was my grandpa's brother. Right. <laughs> my second true crime related story technically isn't my experience, but my dad's. It's the story of Tammy Bellinger. When my dad was growing up, a little girl went to his school in Exeter, New Hampshire, went missing in November of 1984. She didn't take the school bus or she didn't take the bus to school like she was supposed to, instead opting to walking according to her brother because she didn't like being around the other kids. My dad rode the bus with him as a kid, recollecting how her brother blamed himself. However, as you may have guessed, she never made it to school that day. Police believe she wasn't far from her home when she was taken. A body of a found girl was later found in an oil drum. Authorities believe this was Tammy, and after the body was found, a man in prison confessed to her murder to another inmate who then reported him. However, that I know of, they have never had any concrete evidence. That's so fucking sad. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that makes me think of, like, Chris Watts, too, what he did to his girls in the oil thing. Oof. Right. 
The third story takes place in 2020. I was working at a campground in rural Illinois where my boss told me they found a body in the town over, Goshen Road in Edwardsville, Illinois. It was a black female with identifying tattoos. They discovered she and her husband had been reported missing from Georgia. I haven't seen very much else on this case, but I thought you'd find it interesting. Thank you so much for reading and sharing these stories. You guys are awesome. And as always, stay spooky, Joey. Man, those are so sad. That's crazy. All right, friend, your turn. Okay, so my first story of the evening comes from Ashley. Mm -hmm. They say evening, but you might be listening to this anytime. (laughs) Just evening (laughs) when I'm reading it. (laughs) Yes. It's from Ashley, and it is entitled Check-Ins from a Nosy Grandpa, I think. (laughs) Ready for this, Tara? (laughs) I'm ready. Hey, y'all, my name is Ashley. I can use it because, let's face it, we all know at least one, and I happen to know four, not including myself. (laughs) I'm from Northern California, and I grew up hearing whispers in my high school about the lady in the box. Yeah, I come from that town. So do I. Oh, my God. You know what is so funny? My sister's dad, who has him and his wife have become like my adoptive parents because y'all know my parents suck. He messaged me literally last night about that case. And I guess there's a new thing or newer thing on Netflix because you know how they were like, there was like another girl they thought maybe those people had taken or whatever because she went missing. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess it's kind of about her case. But anyway, that's I thought that was funny that like that case got brought back up yesterday and then now it is again today. <laughs> yeah, Tara and I are from that area too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe you know us. Okay. <laughs> Last summer, because California, while very pretty, is friggin' expensive. Me, my boyfriend, and our two girls decided to move from the land of disco balls in Bourbon. Oh, to the land of disco balls in Bourbon. I was like, there are no disco balls in Red Bluff. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, there might be, but like at like Wild Oak, maybe, you know, who knows? <laughs> or Kentucky is the rest of or the rest of everyone else knows it. Kentucky is where 95% of the world's bourbon is made. And their second major export is disco balls. I feel like that's a very fun fact. I cannot wait to use in real like in real life. <laughs> I <later>. love it. <laughs> Kentucky is very pretty also, but the humidity has the air quality of wearing a wool turtleneck whilst unceremoniously stuffed into the crack of Satan's ass. (laughs) (laughs) If you're from Northern California, you understand we don't understand humidity. We understand dry. Mm -hmm. We get when something is scorching, but we don't get when something is hot and moist at the same time. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense for us. Right. And congratulations, you moved to the Northern California of the Midwest, but you get the humidity. (laughs) One day I was in my my living room looking at this old dresser. My great uncle made it in high school, somewhere between 1956 and 1960. I had refinished it a while ago. I used it for storing our movies, but it had been painted with mini coats, so it was hard to shut the drawers. The next day, I emptied it out and brought it out to the garage because I decided that morning I was going to take it down to the bare wood and see what it looked like. I started stripping the paint off, eight layers to be exact. I took a break because the kids needed lunch and a nap. And after the girls fell asleep, I decided to go into the craft room and work on some projects I needed to finish up. All of a sudden, I hear footsteps, heavy footsteps. They made my wood floors creak type of heavy wood steps. 
I look out the window and the boyfriend's work truck is not in the driveway. I poke my head out of the craft room and no one is there. I can see the girls from where I'm standing and both are passed out. I'm alone. I can also faintly smell Old Spice aftershave and Irish Spring bar soap. This continues to happen for the next three days until I decide to take a break because I really needed a sander. The footsteps stopped. The initial feeling of hearing footsteps was not fear, more simply curious than anything else. Like, who the fuck is up here? And would you, li- and would you like a cookie? They're freshly baked. <laughs> I like that she's nice to her intruders. <laughs> The first person who came to my mind was my grandpa. The Irish Spring in Old Spice was what he used for years. He passed away in August of 2017. And in September of 2017, I found out I was pregnant with my oldest, which honestly bummed me out a little for the simple fact that my kids would never know this awesome ass man. Mm. I feel, yeah. yeah. The one who taught me how to drive, how to cook, how to repair drywall, and how to change my own tires and oil, because I shouldn't depend on anyone to fix anything for me unless I have to. My dad also taught me that, but then I realized that money can make people do things. So I was like, fuck it. I don't want to do <laughs> just kills something. <laughs> his humor was dry, and he passed his wit and whiplash comebacks down to me. He was also nosy as hell and wanted to make sure we were all doing things right. And if you weren't, he'd help you get there. <laughs> That's why I think it's him. It's possible, however, it's just some other nosy haunted something or other that smelled like my grandpa. Poof, or poof, weird. Thank you for reading. If you do, say hi to Kate. Y'all are great and have a knack for finding facts, and it's very impressive. Love you guys. Ashley. Aw, thank you. Thank you. you. We try our best. (laughs) We do. Okay, so my other story for the episode comes from Kate Teal. So they write, in the summer of 2021, my parents rented a small cabin. Oh my goodness, I don't know how to say this lake's name. I'm sorry, Spoosters from North Carolina. It's Santilla, maybe? That's what it looks like? It's probably wrong. Don't at me. Thank you. (laughs) They rented it for two weeks. On an overcast day, we decided to go on a short hike to a waterfall. It was only about a mile long. Everything was going smoothly until I slowed down to catch my breath. I'm asthmatic and forgot to bring my inhaler with me, so I slowed down. My mom slowed down with me, but my dad and sister continued since we were almost to the waterfall. My mom was a few yards in front of me when I heard someone call my name. It sounded like my sister yelling, Caitlin, but it came from off the trail and in the woods. I was tempted to go find her, but I realized my sister isn't stupid. She wouldn't go off the trail, especially by herself, and she never calls me by my birth name. She always calls me by my nickname. I'm glad I listened to my gut and continued on the trail because that's where she was with my mom and my dad. I asked her if she had called my name, and she said, what the hell was I talking about? She said she was up here talking to dad, waiting on me and mom. I don't know what I came across, but that area is rich in Native American history and culture. I'm not educated in their history, so I have no clue what it is. I hope my encounter intrigues you and you feature it. I would love to hear some feedback about what my what called my name and what could have been. Interesting. Don't skinwalkers do that? Yes. That was like my first thought. I, guys, the, the reason there was a pause is I literally nodded at Tara. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was like, wait, no, this is, an, this is audio. If it's who I think it is, this is one of our friends. So, like, I'm really glad that you didn't encounter one of them because we all know how I feel about them. 
Yeah, no, thank you. If you guys have any input, let them know. I'm glad you're fine. Yes. All right, go ahead and do our last one. My last story comes from Jenna. And it is, hello, Jessica, Tara, and Kate. I found you guys during lockdown, and I want to thank you for making my work days in HR fly by. Well, I'm glad because, you know, we are an HR nightmare. (laughs) As I say to my HR person all the time. (laughs) I thought about sending these for a while and decided just to bite the bullet. These aren't mine, but they are about my parents and grandparents. They aren't very long, but I thought you guys might enjoy them anyway. Of course. Mm Mm-hmm. My uncle Jamie passed away at the age of 27 when I was eight. The official cause was pneumonia, but he was a very proud gay man and it was the early 90s. And my mom and I suspect it had assistance from a different virus. Mm. I had a Christmas cactus plant that he babied while he was alive. My grandma took it back to her house after he died and it didn't bloom for her. And it didn't matter what she did, but it wouldn't bloom. As my mom tells it, my grandmother was also struggling a lot. Jamie was the baby they had been fighting before he got sick. One day, she prayed for a sign that Jamie was okay, and the, cl- the cactus bloomed within a week and bloomed every year until they lost their house to a fire in December or December of 2020. Oh my God, that's so long. That's nice, though, that it, it bloomed. It's a nice little reminder. When my mom was 19, she was attacked in a parking garage. A guy came up behind her, pushed her down, covered her mouth, and started to take off his belt. After kicking and struggling, she was able to knock his hand out of her mouth and cried out for help. The next thing she knew, she was on top of him, beating the crap out of him. The guy scrambled and got away. Oh my god, that's scary. Once he was gone, she turned to think whoever had helped her pull him away, but there was no one there. After this, you'd think my mom would have the sense of self-preservation, but she didn't. But those stories are for another day. My last story is the story of how my parents got together, and it's my dad's favorite story to tell. (laughs) They both worked at the same grocery store. He was the manager, and she worked in whatever department would give her extra hours. Logical. They were aware of each other, but really didn't interact a lot. She was a single mom at the time, and she'd picked up an extra shift as a bagger that day. My grandmother had offered to keep my brother overnight so my mom could relax after her extra shift. Did my mom go home after her extra shift was over? No. She saw my dad sitting in his Jeep in the parking lot after his shift, walked over, hopped in the passenger seat, and asked him where he was taking her. (laughs) This was in the the early 80s in Ohio. It's peak serial killer season, and she jumped into a virtual stranger's car. And my dad, who was the smartest person that I know, took her into the woods. All capital. It was a public park, but they weren't around anyone when he parked. They've been married for 40 years, so obviously he wasn't a serial killer. <laughs> um, we don't know that for sure. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Totally kidding. So obviously he wasn't a serial killer, and this isn't a real true crime encounter, but it could have been so bad. That's all I have for now. Thank you so much for reading. I love you guys. I love that story. I love how your parents met. Like, the tenacity of your mom just is a lot, but also, like, could have ended terribly. I love that this is, like, the ending is, and he took her into the woods. (laughs) The end. Just kidding. (laughs) The end. We don't know what happened. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for those of you who submitted stories. 
If you would like your story read here on the show, you can do so by emailing us at threespookedgirls at gmail.com. That's the best way to get us those stories. Mm-hmm. And we we will read them all eventually. Sometimes we get like masses of them at once. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's a little less. We'll be back here on Thursday for another Stabby and we will see you then. Bye, guys. Bye.